0: Welcome to the Customer Service Gold Dust Podcast. This is the UK's only podcast where customer experience professionals share their journey, insights, challenges, and current focus in an ever changing customer service landscape. My name is Gavin Scott, and I invite you to join us as we delve into another great conversation. Whether you want to increase customer satisfaction or decrease customer complaints, there's sure to be plenty of gold dust that will help you to stand out. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Customer Service Gold Dust Podcast. I'm your host, Gavin Scott. Now, summer holidays provide the ideal opportunity to press the pause button, reflect, and reset. And so, as you reflect and reset over the coming weeks, let me ask you a quick question to ponder. Are you ready? Here it is. Are you on purpose? What do I mean by that? Well, are you doing a role that provides you with a real sense of purpose? Or are you someone who is simply coasting through life, doing a role that pays well, or the pay is okay, but it's really not the ideal role for you? You'd rather be doing something else. What's your purpose? With over two-thirds of our life being spent at work, surely you want to be doing a role that you love, a role that provides you with real meaning, a feeling of contribution and making a difference to others. Who wouldn't want to have a role that makes you feel like you're making a difference to the lives of others? Wouldn't it be great if every day felt like a Friday. How do you feel on a Sunday night? Are you excited about the week ahead or are you someone who suffers from Monday morning blues? Do you count the days to payday and do you often find that there is too much month at the end of the money? Just on the subject of money, when I ask people what is it that drives you, money is usually the response that people give first. And sure, You know, money is a motivator, but it's not the only thing that drives people. As Zig Ziglar once said, money isn't everything, but it ranks up there with oxygen. And so it's a given that we all need enough money. But how much is enough? I'm sure that we can all think of people who have huge amounts of money, but are they really happy? I remember whilst I was working for a previous organisation, I didn't really feel as though I was on purpose. There was something in my head that was telling me to take the plunge and focus on your dreams, Gav. I had an itch that I just needed to scratch and bite the bullet. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the role I was doing, but there was something telling me that I needed to do something else. I guess that you could say I was doing okay, I enjoyed what I did, but I wasn't stretching myself and I was probably just coasting a little bit. And so in 2009, I took a redundancy package and the rest, as they say, is history. But this podcast is not about me. It's about you. So let me ask you again. Are you on purpose? In Dan Pink's book, Drive, The Surprising Truth About What Motivates People, He talks about three things that motivate and drive people. They are purpose, autonomy, and mastery. He states that once people feel as though they get paid enough to take money off the table, then these are the three things that drive people, purpose, autonomy, and mastery. And I would certainly encourage you to grab a copy and learn more about this topic. And listen, I'm no expert in this space, right? I I simply wanted to share a few thought-provoking ideas with you today. So, earlier we talked about money. And so, if you won the lottery, would you continue to do the same job that you do today? Or would you do something different, something else? If money wasn't an issue, what would you do? And so... My next question is this, why aren't you doing that then? What's holding you back? You're probably shouting down the podcast or shouting in your car, well, I just haven't got enough money, Gav. Okay, I get it. But the point is that many people or many of you would rather be doing something else, right? Don't get me wrong. I know that when I first started doing the role that I do now, things were a little bit tight in the first few years. Even though I had a few quid in my back pocket from my redundancy package, you know, things were a little bit difficult and a bit challenging. But if you're passionate about something, then you will make a success of it. I've never met anyone who was really happy, and I mean really happy, doing a role that they hate. Have you? Let me share with you a quick story about purpose and money. And it's about my dad, and he probably won't like me sharing this. But I am because I'm proud of him and some of the things that he's achieved. And so if he does listen to this, I hope that he sees that I'm sharing this with good intent. Love you, dad. My dad used to be a landlord. He was a good landlord. He was well-respected in the local community. He used to have his own pub with my mum called The Plough. And he got involved in lots of local activities, from sponsoring the local football team to running various charity events for local people. And back in 1991, 1992, the brewery who he was working for decided to put the rent up. It almost doubled overnight. And together with my mum, they worked hard to keep the pub going. They loved what they did, but the hike up in rent was just too much for them. And so in 1993, he received a letter from the brewery to say that they were kicking him out. It was just before I turned 18. He carried over a few debts from the pub and got himself a job as a sandwich delivery driver. He used to go into businesses and shout sandwiches and he sold them sandwiches. And he dabbled with a few other things as well. He had a purpose, though. He was paying off his debts. And he was doing his best to fund university for me and my sister, Elaine. It was around the same time as when the lottery first started. And it was a big thing back then. And families used to gather around the TV with their tickets, hoping to pick up the jackpot. And one weekend, I came back from university to go out for a few drinks with my family and friends. We were all gathered around the TV that Saturday night and the plan was to have a few cans of beer, watch the lottery and then go for a few beers and do a bit of a pub crawl around the local pubs. And I remember standing behind the sofa in my mum and dad's house with a can of Carling Black Label. Can you believe that? My sister was there as well as a few close family friends. Phil the Butcher was also there. We watched the lottery And we all checked our tickets. I had no matches and so I said, right, come on, let's go to the pub. My dad was sitting on his chair with his newspaper opened up with his lottery ticket placed on the newspaper. And he was quiet. I could see his head going up and down as he was checking his numbers and looking at the TV. Come on, Dan, I said. Let's go. He turned around and his face was green. I've got them, Gav, he said. Shut up, Dad. Give me your ticket. Let me have a look. I checked the ticket. And whilst being slightly merry, I said, You've only got three, Dad. Oh, in fact, you've got four. Wait a minute, Dad. I think you might have five, mate. Holy shit, I said. You've got five and the bonus ball. He had five balls and the bonus ball. We went to the local pub And we asked the landlord to put CFAX on. This was well before the internet was the thing. And so if you wanted to find out anything, CFAX was the place to go. I said, let's have a look at how many people got four balls. We wanted to keep it quiet, you see. CFAX came on and 13 people in the UK had got five balls and the bonus ball. My dad being one of them. Each of them was set to receive, and wait till you hear this, each of them was set to receive £196,000. Boy, did we have a great night that night. We parted all night long, and I thought, wow, Dad's going to be so happy now. The following week, together with my mum, they went to Camelot and collected a cheque for £196,000. He paid off all of his debts. And he gave each of the kids £3,000. I used mine to buy a second-hand car. Whilst I was back at university, I thought to myself, what a relief. Dad's going to be so happy now. And a few months later, I returned from university. And guess what? What do you think my dad was like? Do you think he was happy? No. He was sad. He was miserable. I said, what's up, Dad? You've won the bloody lottery, mate. He said, I know, Gav, but what do I do now? I've paid off all my debts. You kids are all okay. What do I do now? Just enjoy life. In a heartbeat, the rug was pulled from under his feet. And he went from having a clear purpose to, as far as he was concerned, no purpose at all. I said, what do you enjoy doing, Dad?" He said, well, I just like helping people, Gav. I said, well, what can you do to help more people here where you live? And to cut a long story short, or an even longer story short, he joined a local group called Tidy Town. They collected litter in the local village. Then from there, he joined the council, and he became the mayor of St. Asif in North Wales. And guess what? He's still the mayor today. He absolutely loves what he does and he helps people every day. He's clearly on purpose. So let me ask you again, are you on purpose? Are you doing a job that you love? Do you have an itch that you need to scratch? If money was no issue for you, what would you do for a job? Ponder that over summer and let me know how you get on. So enjoy your summer, folks. Spend time with the family, have a good rest, and come back ready to take on the world in September. And just for the record, I love doing the role that I do. Yes, I work hard, and I have to make sacrifices, but I love doing things like this, and I love helping my clients to have great conversations with their customers. And so I'm off to spend some time with the kids. They finished school yesterday and I've taken the whole month of August off so I can spend some time with them. And when I asked him this morning, what do you want to do today, kids? Guess what they said? Want to go to McDonald's, dad. So that's the plan. We're off to McDonald's for some dinner. Until next time, folks, stay memorable and take care. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Customer Service Gold Dust Podcast. I'm sure that there were plenty of ideas you can take away and apply to your business today. Three things to do now. Subscribe to the podcast so that you can benefit from every episode. I'd also love to see a little review as well. This helps to spread the word and the gold dust, of course. Head over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Finding Gold Dust How to Create Exceptional Customer Experiences. The book is endorsed by a former executive vice president of Walt Disney Resorts. And finally, visit my website at www.gavinscott.me and sign up for some more free content. Until next time, stay memorable.